0: I. V. M. Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar. A podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host Kedar Nimkar.
1: Today I have Professor Ravi Povaya with us on Audio Gyan. He is a professor at IDC IIT Mumbai. His current pedagogy as well as research and design interests are in the field of interaction design, new media design, visual design, product design and more. Most of the things about him are documented on the IDC website. Ravi sir is one of the most loved professors at IDC and I got a chance to interact with him during a three-day workshop at IIT many years ago actually. Uh, so although he has a huge body of work and almost uh, all aspects of visual and communication design, I was uh, really impressed with one of his projects called Trinetra, a collection of Indian glyphs and icons. Uh, I call it as the Indian Noun Project. So this audio again tries to document some aspects about communication design, but more importantly, my personal curiosity of how signages are designed, how signage systems are designed. So thank you, Ravi, sir, for giving us your time. And it's a real, real honor to have you on audio again.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, I've come up with a few questions uh, which will hopefully uh, deal with signages and what is the importance of well-designed signage systems. So yeah, the first question itself is, uh, like, what? what is a signage system? what is a probably a standalone signage and what is the importance of a well-designed signage system?
2: Okay, so uh, let me answer this uh, both historically and uh, in context of the present times, okay? So, uh, signage system is nothing but a well-designed information system in a public space, okay? So, if you look at historically, uh, if you look at, uh, you know, Ashoka's period, okay, he had places where he wanted to spread his philosophy. So he, he built monuments and edifacts so he could actually inform the public about it. Okay. So then you use the language and the, and the skills available at that point of time. So historically, if you look at it, okay india is full of these examples and there are many many wonderful examples of it okay uh, if you go to for example sanchi mm-hmm. the stupa itself okay i mean it has reminiscence of buddha but if you look at it it's actually an information system mm-hmm. it tells you stories okay it has grand entrances which make people feel like going inside Mm -hmm. You know, all the elements of a very well-designed information system was actually thought of even so many years back, Mm -hmm. okay? So now let's cut to the present times, Mm -hmm. okay? So uh, a signage system is something that is necessary if you look at it uh, functionally for one or two reasons, okay? One of the main reasons is for identity. Uh, If it's a corporation, if it's an organization, even if it's a school, you need to identify the facility, its entity, okay? Mm-hmm. So in a public space, you you think of a way to do it, okay? Mm-hmm. It could be letterings on a building, okay? Or it could be a gate with a symbol inside it, okay? So identity is one of the main things. So mm-hmm. corporates which needs to actually sell these things have to go about it in a much more you know, methodical manner. Mm. right? Mm. So, then what they do is that they have something called as a corporate identity program itself Mm. and then when it comes to artifacts, they transform it into signages. It could be a billboard, it could be the name of the organization on a signboard, Mm. okay? So, there are many ways of doing this, okay? So, one of the primary uses of uh, a signage system is for identity, Mm -hmm. okay?
1: So, and this, uh, so, from my understanding, the hmm. like a low fidelity graphic, right.
2: right, right, and
1: signage still have different purposes.
2: Right, it right? has different purposes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me expand on this. Okay, so that is one of the you know uh, important you know applications of signage. Okay, mm-hmm. the other very interesting application of signage is actually when you have to find a place mm-hmm. in wayfinding. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are traveling, when you are in a big mall or when you are in a railway station or a hospital, you need to know where the facilities are, okay? And uh, a problem in our country is very complex, okay? (laughs) We have multiple languages, we have multiple literacy levels, okay? So designing these is not so easy. Mm -hmm. It's it's actually a great challenge if you want to do that, okay? So wayfinding systems become very, very important, okay? And uh, if it the case of something like a like a highway you build okay signage is extremely important yeah. uh, because you need to make splits level second decisions and uh, signages actually help you a lot mm. okay the same is in case of you know i think we, like we are all getting our metros right mm. yeah and the signage systems will make a big difference especially to the people who come to the city from somewhere else mm. yeah you're, you either have to ask somebody But if the signage system is good enough, then you're on your own, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, it has a very, very nice role to play. Now, uh, also what happens many times, you can also use it to actually transform the city and uh, even create an identity for the city, okay? There are very nice examples, okay? Hong Kong is one. Mm -hmm. It was a city of signages. You know, in fact, neon lights, right? At nice uh, uh, night, uh, New York, I mean, uh, Hong Kong really transforms itself. You can actually see and I say all the buildings, all the facilities, all the hotels and all that. It became a visual culture over there. Even many cities have done that. New York, for example, has that. You know, you go to Times Square. Okay. I mean, it's, it's again a place with so many signages in it. Okay, or of course if you go to Las Vegas again last again mm-hmm. these are all very nice examples of it but again you want to have very good examples of the applications of it for example okay uh, uh, the New York subway mm. yeah extremely well designed
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah? and uh, they've not had to actually change the design for from the time they implemented it till now yeah but the uh, interesting part is that they didn't actually have to change the design. Mm-hmm. Yeah so so maybe we can look at how it is in our own context in our own country okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there are things we've done well. Okay I think when it comes to highways okay I think the standards have been set so signages have become part of uh, the uh, the construction activities of a… Okay. of a. There's
1: a template. Of, yeah.
2: So, yeah. there is there is an understanding that we need to put this, okay? Mm. And they're doing it really nicely, okay? Uh, so the same is case of uh, our airports. If you go to our airports, all of them have… Some have very good signages, some have decent signages, but all of them do have signages mm. okay they've been implemented okay if you go to the railway stations uh, the signages are from the british era mm. they've not really transformed to if there's a new section, new facilities coming, they've not added signages for that. Mm. So, if you go to big stations, you still have to keep asking people where the facilities yeah. are. Okay, so Just signages, in the waiting room, they are, right? they've yeah. not come into the blueprint, okay. Uh, the same thing has happened with many of the architectural pro- projects in India. Mm. Yeah, so signages are not part of a system of construction, mm. you know. When a public facility is built, the signages are not part of this system. Mm. You know, even architects, I think, somehow forget that. Mm. You know, so we have many public buildings in our country without no signage systems. Okay, and typically, I can tell you that about the hospitals. Right. Okay, especially if you look at uh, our public hospitals, they're great examples of places where people come from different places with different lingual abilities, yeah, but you don't have a signage system to do Mm -hmm. that, okay. So, in this context, you know, maybe I can narrate my own experience, Mm -hmm. you know, with respect to designing a signage system. Mm -hmm. So, this was quite long time back, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm 1983, okay, that uh, I came to IDC and uh, I said that okay, as a research project, let's let's look at uh, hospitals in India, and that two hospitals which are public hospitals, okay, and see if we can develop a side aid system for them. Okay, so with that intention, what we did was that uh, I went to the public hospitals in Bombay, studied them, but then uh, being an academic. You know, so we said that it might be good to use a methodology also to how the how the signages are designed. Okay, so one of the primary things we realized was that, as I said before, people come from different places in the country. So they have different languages. They also have different literacy sets. So having a symbol for each facility would be a very, very good effort. Okay, mm-hmm. so the big question was that how would you actually design the symbol? Okay. Then we realized, of course, the one mode is the designer sits in isolation, designs the symbols, then maybe goes and tests it out and then, you know, uh, redraws it to suit the people's uh, vision of it. Okay. So we said that we'll not do that. We'll try to generate the symbol itself with people's participation. Okay, Okay. okay. so what we did was that we went to the hospitals where the the people were there. So we started asking them because they, you know, we wanted to find out uh, what is their visual concept of, let's say, for example, operation theater. Mm -hmm. We asked them for keywords. You know, and we realized, you know, for example, many people said lights, Mm -hmm. an operation table, surgical instruments. So we kind of noted on all the keywords when came back here. And then we made a full, you know, uh, collection of these keywords. And then we sat down as uh, visual designers and transformed these into symbols. Okay. Mm -hmm. So so that was the first uh, phase of it. Then we went back to the users. Okay. And again, found out if they can actually recognize any of these symbols. Mm. Okay. Mm. And uh, we shortlisted them. And through a transformation of this, we finally came to the final solution. Mm. In between also, we actually put up all these symbols in the hospitals to see if ergonomically they can see it or not. Mm -hmm. Okay. But this was a methodology through which we kind of got quite good you know, factor of identification into the design of the symbols itself, mm-hmm. and interestingly, so uh, like us designers, we think always, okay, I've now, now I've got my symbols uh, in place. The hospitals will be very happy to put it up, okay. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly another story, mm-hmm. okay. Because when you went and uh, you know Pitched. met the hospital authorities, they said we don't have any budget for it, mm-hmm. okay. And uh, our priorities are are so different. I'd rather get an X-ray machine rather than put up a signage. You see, mm-hmm. so then this uh, harsh reality hits upon you. So then, what we did was that we went to some organizations which could sponsor these uh, signages. So I got it. I went to Metal Box, which is to make. Uh, you know, metal boxes then, and they had extremely good printing process, great printing process, okay. Mm-hmm. So, they had a lot of uh, wastage, right. So, they said, we'll be happy to print all the sides for you on, uh, mm-hmm. you know, metal strip. This is still 1983, mm-hmm. okay. So, and, uh, yeah. So, we got the, this one and we went and put it up. Mm-hmm. So, I put it up in uh, Sain Hospital and the uh, Ghatkopa Hospital. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, we so were they very happy. Okay, are they still there. Then I went to study in Rhode Island School of Design for the next two years. Came back. Mm. When I came back in 1985, it was a different story. Mm. Only, I think, one third of them were there okay. because they had, you know, some new facility comes up, they don't have a method of doing okay. it. Okay. So then I really thought of it. Then I said, this is not, i yeah, either it has to be part of the system. You know, externally you going and putting it is okay. only a solution for a while. You know, so then luckily something else came up, which which was a very interesting thing. The internet came in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so suddenly I realized that I can uh, put these symbols as an open source mm-hmm. with vectors on it. Okay, so that was uh, uh, probably nineteen 1990- ninety. You know, a little later than the 1998, 99. Mm-hmm. Okay, when I actually put it up, you oh. know, on a website. First, I put it up as a as a link to the IDC site, and then uh, it became a separate site itself called uh, Design of Signage Systems. And I had the set of hospital symbols which were open. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, I mean, it took about six months' time. I had said that. You're free to use these things uh, because the project has been done with IIT Bombay's resources. Kindly acknowledge it, okay? Mm-hmm. And interestingly, I used to get a couple of mails every week wow. saying that "Can I use it?" and In "Can time, I use it?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So th- that was a very interesting. That inspired me saying that okay, let me do for uh, other public places. So I did it for you know, uh, to uh, to railway stations, I extended this, okay, and also to other public buildings. So, the whole set of symbols which we got created and it was in open source. And Mm. and interestingly now, when I go to many places, actually, I see, you know, here and there, my symbols. Okay, so that I think Gave me the idea that you know being open uh, in in a context of a place like India makes a big sense. Mm-hmm. So whoever has the means will take it, adopt it, modify it, whatever, mm-hmm. put it up. You know, so so that was a very good experience. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. from yeah
1: yeah no go ahead
2: yeah from that to you know uh, you know this is 2010 when we got a very nice. Uh, project from the Ministry of Human Resources, okay. Uh, They had a very, I mean, I think the thinking was really good. They said that, uh, you know, India is a country with a lot of young people and if everybody has to get educated, then we have to push a lot of this information through the technology. Okay, So, so it was called as National Mission for Information Communication Technologies, NMEICT. Under that, uh, they also identified. Fortunately, we pitched for design.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so we joined up with uh, IIT Guwahati, NID Bangalore, and uh, IDC. We formed a team and we said that we'll generate resources for designing the country. Okay, so it happened over a period of five years, very generously you know, sponsored by the Ministry of Human Resources. And we had the opportunity to create tools and things like that. Okay, so that gave an opportunity to create something like uh, Trinetra mm-hmm. Okay, so it started off as a student project. Okay, then uh, we, we kind of pushed a lot of... Uh, you know, we scan a lot of Indian documents. It's an ongoing project. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. also open. If somebody has something, they can also contribute and put it into it. Uh-huh. But then, uh, we I mean, the thought behind it was that that we are culturally very rich
0: uh-huh.
2: in India. And uh, there is no place that you can actually get this information. And also uh, in India, if you look at it, they are in some publication in some library yeah. uh, without access fragmented, to it. Yeah. yeah, very fragmented. Okay, yeah. so so this was an effort such that uh, you know this uh, information comes to the public space, and it's in vector form, mm-hmm. so you can actually adopt it and use it. And interestingly, India is also a place, uh, you know. There are there are these people who learn the tools of design mm. without actually formally going to a design school. Mm-hmm. Like you are one great example of it. But uh, we the informal sector has so many designers. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the media industries full of them. When you go to a DTP place, it's of those people, you know, who are not gonna a formal school, but they'll do your, you know, they'll do your visiting card, they'll do your letterhead right? Yeah. And they'll also look at something like Trinetra and pull out some symbols yeah. and do your wedding card also, okay. you know. So we thought that it might be a very good resource, okay. okay. So that's the, you know. Yeah. reason we kind of came to yeah. it but we sincerely hope that it it uh, becomes a broader mm-hmm. you know and this it's an open source project yeah, it's an open design like project
1: add, yeah I would actually like to add uh, something here and tell you and my listeners also that um Like few of us in Bangalore, while we were in clear trip, we just got one day into and we used to look at these no parking signages outside every gate, right? But that no parking is probably in 14 size in like some random Mm. font Mm. and rest all is airtel or uh, pest control ads, right? So the the contrast is different. Like you can have a small pest control contact number, but no parking or no beware of dogs is like really big. And that just was very noisy for us. So we sure. decided to go out and like at least bunch of people just start making some signages, uh, probably A4 size printouts and just put it on. No. Uh, I had booked a domain called signages.co. Oh. And that's why I emailed you also, because that's why I was I that's the time I was exploring uh, and okay. looking at other places. Yeah, sure. So you like, yeah, generously told me that you can use any uh, uh, icons or glyphs and... <clears throat> uh, the more i made some 100 signages because hmm. just no parking was in eight languages right because right. you have tamil you have right. telugu right. and right. and it was just getting overwhelming first and second is uh, we were also not very clear about are we doing it right way because when you go into the science of it right, right what font size uh if it's a highway then what color it should
2: yeah well, how it is uh, readable it, in it, a moving how, how does it read,
1: yeah uh, how does it function into different weathers right so all that getting complexity into it so i just left that project but my next question is uh to you is on the same lines uh uh like yeah what are the challenges while designing signages uh, apart from language which is a common thing uh a mm-hmm. lot of signages um sometimes you see the toll patras are just taken and put as a shelter in some school right no. material uh Weather, position position is, is very where, important right because in india like you put a nice signage but probably some minister ka photo will right come out of it so if you can highlight few challenges no, have,
2: uh, this is a big problem i mean big issue yeah. i mean it needs to be addressed okay and uh, inherently indians also don't like to waste space Mm. So, wherever there is an empty space, you'll go put something up there, okay? Mm. I mean, this is the scene when you, you know, regularly see when you come out of a railway station. I mean, there's boats all over the place, you know, you don't know where to look. In fact, they're filled with signages, okay? and on top of it the multinationals have come and they've added on to this uh, chaos to some extent okay but of course this is a visual culture we are part of that okay so to make something that actually informs in this scenario is not that an easy solution mm-hmm. you know there's no easy answers to it also uh, you know uh, Uh, one thing uh, which happened if you look at it India had a great tradition you Mm -hmm. know even after the industrialization we had the signboard painters Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and that was a community of painters who moved from city to city Mm -hmm. you know they trained their uh, you know families to do this so they spread across the whole of the country okay Mm -hmm. and uh, when Bollywood came they were the ones who used to make the posters and the you know the, all the big banners for for the movies, right? And that was in fact they used to paint it on site. Mm-hmm. You know uh, they were so good at it. Also, you know they also did something else because they came from different places. They also did uh, you know patterns on vehicles. Mm-hmm. So if you looked at the world. You know, Mumbai cabs, they had so many patents on them. Or yeah. the lorries in Rajasthan or Kerala, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they were like mini, you know, decorated vehicles mm-hmm. going around. Okay, so they kind of did that. So, But I think uh, the disruptive factor was the digital technology mm-hmm. when it came in. Okay, suddenly, you know, it went out of, the skills went out of their hands, right? Yeah. Some of them, of course, moved on to the digital era. Okay, digital era also brought in a lot of materials which are not sustainable. Mm. Flex is the greatest example of it. It is abused very heavily in our country. You know, we don't even think twice before using it, but it's such an unsustainable material. Mm. Frankly, it should be banned, you <laughs> know, till we get a sustainable material, but I the thing is, yeah. Plastic is a
1: good sign. A good sign. Is. Right.
2: So, but the good thing is that that because of digital technology, it's so easy to transform what you want to do into a signage, it doesn't take that much of efforts. Mm. Okay. But I think what you're talking about the sensitivity and all that will come in, Mm -hmm. okay, which I I think is uh, a learning which the our community has to do in the long run.
1: Yeah. So I'll tell you where I'm coming from and why this question is. Uh, I once uh, was watching this talk by Devdatta Patnaik mm. where he says difference between garden and forest. Right? India is more like forest. forest like Everyone can grow independently. Everyone has a say. Mm. Everyone is a part of the ecosystem. Whereas Say Singapore is a garden, right? It's
2: It's too much of a garden. Yeah, Yeah. but but there needs to
1: be a gardener. Now the question is who will become the gardener? Mm -hmm. Now, in case of Apple, say Steve Jobs is a gardener. So it's well designed. But uh, I don't know, here we shouldn't compare, but yeah, there are different companies with a lot more chaos as a forest. Mm -hmm. But in that, we have found a nice spot, say uh, everything yellow is public, right? Similarly, uh, number plates on the cars, they're still very much standardized. As right, right. yeah, so, yeah. efforts have been done. Right. So, what is stopping to make this entirely? Is it the forest nature or is it just our inertia? Or do no, I, I think
2: things? in India what happens, both grow at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, there is extremely good design, you know, at one end. Okay, there's also people's design. Okay, Mm -hmm. which happens, you know, and it happens. I mean, you cannot uh, push down the people's design in -hmm. our country, you know. People's design, I meant, is the regular DTP operator doing a design of Mm -hmm. something, okay, or the doctor in the hospital thinks that he needs a signage and he'll go to his computer and do something and put it up the next day. Mm -hmm. I mean, he doesn't even think that I should ask a... Expert, uh, on, expert on this. Mm. Okay, so this is something which in India happens at all levels.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so I think we have to learn to probably take a lot more time, or maybe we'll always live in this dichotomy. You know, mm-hmm. you have a very good design which is prim and proper at some places, but at the same time, we'll have the chaos and the mushrooming mm-hmm. happening. I have actually no answers to it, but the thing is that there is also. I mean, you can look at it from a design point of view and say that, okay, I mean, your example of a garden versus a forest is really a good one, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I think we are really a forest in that sense. Mm-hmm. And out of that, a uh, flower blooms mm-hmm. nicely, yeah, yeah it yeah. happens, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I think this is something we have to… Used to, but the thing is that uh, we are also moving slowly into an organized society. Okay, I think it is happening because of the, sometimes you can't take the chaos so much. Mm. Okay, uh, so th- when that happens, I think things will get organized. Okay, the other, uh, you know, very good thing is that uh, you know, suddenly there's a consciousness that uh, design is important. Mm. Okay, till now, the industry really didn't bother about it nor uh, the society in general. You know, if you had to send your kid to a design school, Mm. you know, in the 80s, it was not thought of. Okay. But now it has become now. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now if you look at in the last few years, there's so many design schools which have come up. Okay. And I think collectively the consciousness about what is good and how to solve problems will come into Mm. into the society itself, you know. And I think it will transform by itself. That's yeah. my, I mean, I always think India is a very optimistic future, mm-hmm. you know. And I think signages will play a major role because uh, we, again, we have multiple languages, mm-hmm. right? So you do need a signage system. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, slightly going technical uh, and you can, if you have any bullet points, like if you're designing, say any independent designer or any small to medium organization who wants to build a signage system for their office Mm. because there's like like electric waste now e-waste what they call right so simply they have like four boxes instead of one Mm. like a dumping box right right? so they have these so they want smaller design uh smaller signages put on there the public loo uh, sorry the like uh office loo for men and women they go fancy and then they have to write again men and women right so uh Is there any few pointers which one has to specifically stick to if you want a good output in terms of signage and communication? I know it's a very broad question, but if you have any, like just stick to basics or something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, one is I think I I really believe that we need to move to using sustainable sustainable materials Mm -hmm. and even methods of printing, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, that is point number one. Second is that uh, a signage system has to show. Okay. So you have to use signage system in a place where it is noticeable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which uh, many times you forget doing that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it fails to be a society system. Third is I think you should be very conscious because we are a society with f- so many different points of views. Mm-hmm. So, whatever you are putting in, you have to be sensitive to the language, to the, you know, uh, to, oh, to the tone, own communication, tone communication yeah. the color, all that. Mm-hmm. So, if it is for a public places, it's actually good to be neutral. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt anybody's sentiment, mm-hmm. you know i mean that's all they have and of course a good design sense always helps
1: yeah, yeah. and also to public mein, toh, i would like to add from my side there is uh which i learned from you actually in the trinetra uh, like all this while for my last 20 30 years the signage loo uh sorry loo signage was uh, always men and women with like a standard very euro uh, American yeah, it's come, style come of come thing, right? It. But in Trinetra I've observed that actually like a small dabba could also mean like this is where you go for oh, yeah. uh, your like, yeah, uh, like nature's call, right? right. Or if, for that matter, if it's a women loo, then the face has to have a bindi with this a chuti also. And these yeah, are very like yeah. small, subtle, cultural, cultural, context yeah. uh, building yeah. things, so, yeah. I wish, like, obviously, I'll add Trinitra as a a link in the description. But, uh, yeah. So, actually, like, my last question is, uh, because you covered Trinitra to a certain extent, um, what are your thoughts about future of signage systems in India? Like, how do you envision? Because you have spent some good amount of time thinking about it. Uh, Again,
2: my mind is a very optimistic one, you know, because... uh, You know, whenever there's complexities, you know, a good information system tries to make it simple, Mm -hmm. understanding. And since we live in a very complex society, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, signage system will go a long way in solving a lot of problems, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, it can be used not just for wayfinding, but it can be used for even information dissemination Mm -hmm. in very nice ways, you know. Like, for example, you know, the traffic is not you know it's blocked on this road or things like that right yeah, yeah. it makes a makes a big difference mm-hmm. even community information systems mm-hmm. yeah so i think we have a bright future in that mm-hmm. sense definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: and actually before that i wanted one more question if you can have like a small case study shared the way you told about uh <clears throat> cyan hospital and the, if any other because i believe uh, idc also contributed for goa signages right uh, like there's some professor i don't remember his name he helped in setting up a lot more lot of signages in goa as a city or any other mm-hmm. example yes, if right. you have where uh, it has really created a difference in the experience of consuming things around.
2: around right yeah that's the i mean my i mean i have some experience with designing of uh, identity programs for the for the oil companies. Mm-hmm. okay, Originally for uh, Indian Oil Corporation and now for BPCL, uh, which we did about uh, 13 years back. So the BPCL has come back to, because the materials have changed and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay, so in this case when you're doing it for something like a public facility, like a, like a fuel station, uh, we look at it from uh, the point of uh, touch points, how the how the user touches upon the different facilities.
0: Mm.
2: Okay, so we we kind of define these touch points and then we say we need an information system at this place to make it, you know, for him to make a decision. Mm. Okay, so, so that's the way we kind of redid the design for Indian Oil Corporation before and then for Bharat Petroleum. Mm. So, for example, you need to have something which they can see from far. Okay, when they come to the station, then you need to have something which they have to do when they are at the station. It has to show where to go, okay, where the vacancy is, okay, and then once they are inside that, okay, they need to decide on what what activities they can do, okay, Mm -hmm. and then they have time because maybe the person driving the car is active, okay, but his family members have nothing to do, right? (laughs) So then you put up you know, information such that it can be useful to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so this is the way we kind of plan the whole system. Okay, so you can go about it in a very logical manner. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, it stays for a very long time, mm-hmm. you know, and then suddenly you see that others will also adopt it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> While you're speaking, just one thought on the fly. Is there any innovation happening? Because the moment you said, uh, say, there's a ship and uh, or say uh, oil uh, whatever like space Mm. where uh, now there are these signages but people are so used to that area that they don't need to be educated every time whether to take a light or left right Mm. so for a first time i'm thinking from a user uh, interface and digital point of view like a newbie Mm. has a separate signage which is probably digitally rendered Mm. and uh, in the morning when the discourse happens and they say that today you're going to be on the right side of the ship. So that's just saying that, hey, Sanjay goes to rift. So is there any... I mean,
2: the the answer to that is digital technology because it is not static. Mm -hmm. It can sense who's coming and then Change the message, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do that, then yes, then it uh, does. I mean, one of the ways is it
1: is it uh, worth exploring because signage yeah, yeah. as a philosophically it is it because, for way.
2: example, I'll tell you two public uh, interventions which are like nudging people to do the things they want to do make a big difference. One is, uh, you know, the timer at a traffic light. Mm you know it it makes you relaxed otherwise you know everybody stands honking all the time yeah. but just that you know that you have 30, 30 seconds minutes. left uh, you know makes hell of a difference okay the other again a great intervention is uh, you know at uh, i think they've started installing it in some places it actually tells you the the speed at which you are going. Okay. okay. So, it, it kind of identifies your vehicle and tells you what the speed So, especially in highways and all that, if you're, if you're over speeding, mm-hmm. you kind of know, okay, I'm out of this and it'll come down. And you'll see that automatically the whole crowd actually comes down to the the required That's speed right. limit, yeah. you know, because uh, that announcement is in the public space,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know. So, these, I, I see it as two good uh, digital you know, interventions which make a big difference, you know, and they're part of a larger sided system, Yeah, if you look at it.
1: Cool. Uh, I think uh, this is a good note to end. I'm just concluding with one uh, point that uh, it's been like whatever, like 130, 140 episodes, I don't know. Uh, and I'm just feeling that probably I'm like a lot different domains, right? From signages to sure, visual communication, to illustration, to animation. I'm probably like just covering the surface of a lot more things. Mainly mainly that batch is just transformed to few listeners. Then, and plus me to go deeper. So go deeper into the signage system and oh, what yeah, is exactly. the psychology. Maybe one of the case studies. So yeah, it's a, it would be really an honor to have you again on Audio again. Sure, And uh, we can discuss probably more scientific approach or more uh, technical aspects of uh, yeah we can
2: take one case study and talk about it also yeah sure cool yeah thanks a lot uh, no thanks it was really
1: fun talking to you and also got to learn a lot of things. yeah
2: first for me first time doing an audio yeah
1: yeah okay thank you
0: and that's it from today's Gyan Session catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher or any podcasting app you use do read us on iTunes And follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Stay tuned for more Gyan on audiogyan.com. Till then, bye! Hello! It's been a great week on the IBM Podcast Network. On this round is on me, Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish Thing, Anish welcomes ultra-marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shimani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash, and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shooniwan, Sheila Ditya is joined by Dinika Bhatia, CEO and founder of Nutty Gritties. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on IVMPodcasts.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on youtube.com slash Podcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week. Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tales, Kotak Privy League Program and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks guys, without you this would not be possible. <laughs> Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.